Hey everyone, before we start the episode, I wanted to share some exciting news. We have a YouTube channel now. We started posting our episodes with some cool images and videos, so you should definitely go check it out. You can find us at On Wildlife Podcast, and don't forget to subscribe. Now let's get into the episode. Hello, welcome to On Wildlife. I'm your host, Alex Ray. On this podcast, we bring the wild to you. We take you on a journey into the life of a different animal every week, and I guarantee you you're going to come out of here knowing more about your favorite animal than you did before. This week, we're talking about a species of fish that may be familiar to most of you. With cat-like whiskers, they come in many forms and are kind of strange-looking. From the rivers of America to the ponds of Africa and the streams of Asia, these fish can be found in most of the world's bodies of water. So get your boats ready, because we're going to be talking about catfish. Catfish are in the order Siluriformes, and there are over 3,000 living species that have been recorded. 3,093 to be exact. Since the order has so many species, it's in the top three for most diverse vertebrate orders. That means any animal with a backbone. There are so many, in fact, that 1 in 10 fish species are catfish, and 1 in 20 vertebrate species are catfish. Comparing the number of catfish species to those in the primate order, there are only a few hundred species of primates. They're also closely related to carps and minnows, and they can be found in the waters of every continent except for Antarctica. Depending on the species, they can be found in either fresh water, salt water, or brackish water, which is where salt water and fresh water mix. Some species like to live in stagnant waters, but others prefer to live in streams that have quicker, more violent currents. Catfish get their names from the barbels on their face that look like a cat's whiskers. The barbels are used as a defense mechanism, which is similar to other kinds of fish that have scales to protect themselves. They're linked to a complex network of chemical receptors that span throughout the whole body. All catfish have at least one pair of barbels that are found on the upper jaw, but some have pairs on their snouts or chins. Different catfish have special nicknames depending on where they're found. In the American South, they may be called mudcats, chuckleheads, and pollywogs. The size of a catfish is mainly dependent on the species and the environment that it lives in. The largest catfish species, called the Mekong giant catfish, can be up to 8 or 9 feet in length and weigh hundreds of pounds, with the smallest species only measuring up to 3 centimeters. The Piraeorhina hiptiarachis is the smallest catfish species, and it was discovered in Brazil not too long ago. The largest catfish ever caught was a Mekong giant catfish back in 2005. It weighed 646 pounds and was 9 feet long. It took the fishermen in Thailand over an hour to reel it in. The Mekong giant catfish is huge, but it isn't the largest freshwater fish. This honor is believed to be reserved for the white sturgeon, which may have been recorded to be 15 to 20 feet long and weigh 1,500 to 2,000 pounds. Many catfish like to live along the bottom of rivers and lakes, 
But contrary to what you might think, not all of them are strictly bottom feeders. They'll go wherever the food is, and they have a bunch of different feeding behaviors. Because there's such a wide variety of catfish, there's a wide variety of what they'll eat. Some are scavengers that'll eat just about any kind of animal or plant matter. They can be carnivores, herbivores, or omnivores, and some are considered limnivores. Limnivores are organisms that like to eat microorganisms residing in the mud. Some catfish, like the giant catfish in Mekong, exhibit cannibalistic behavior. Their diet also changes as their life cycle changes. Younger catfish eat larvae and small insects, with adult catfish becoming larger and moving up to bigger insects, snails, fish, and fish eggs. And catfish are also suction feeders, so they mostly suck in their prey and swallow it whole. A few types of catfish even eat wood as their main source of food. Another group of catfish are parasitic, and they'll live off of fish, frogs, rodents, or birds. One of these species is called Brazil's Kandaroo catfish. They feed on the blood of fish and will find hosts by heading towards their gills with visual or chemical clues. It will try to enter through the operculum, which is the bony plate covering the gills, either by forcing its way through or by waiting for it to open while the fish takes in oxygen. When it gets to the gills, it will locate the aortal arteries and latch onto them. But they don't suck blood. Rather, they just let the host's blood pressure pump the blood into their mouths. But catfish in aquariums don't often have the same diets as wild catfish. They'll usually eat algae as well as any other additional pet food that's given to them. And catfish also need protection from animals that could possibly eat them. So what do they do to defend themselves? We'll talk about that right after the break. The science word that I want to teach you about today is bioluminescence. Bioluminescence is when organisms are able to produce their own light. A lot of sea creatures in the deep ocean do this because there's no light when you go deep enough. And scientists have actually been able to genetically engineer cats and pigs to be able to do this. Okay, we're back. So what adaptations do catfish have in order to help protect themselves from predators? Many catfish have spines in front of both their dorsal and pectoral fins. The spines can cut predators to fend them off, and some catfish have spines that contain venom. This most likely isn't going to kill an animal, but it makes the cut a lot more painful. More than a thousand catfish species are venomous, and a handful of them are actually capable of killing a human. Catfish venom poisons the victim's nerves, and they can break down red blood cells. The venom may lead to severe pain, reduced blood flow to the affected area, muscle spasms, and breathing issues. But what you really have to worry about with most catfish stings are infections that can arise from the open wound. Catfish are a little different from many other types of fish because they don't have scales. There are only catfish that are naked or have bony plates forming armor. The Ripsaw catfish is an Amazonian catfish that has armored plates to protect them from predators. 
These plates are arranged like bony thorns that will slash the mouths of predators that try to eat them. But one type of catfish has the coolest way of fighting off a predator. The electric catfish lives in tropical Africa and the Nile River. It's capable of producing around 350 volts of electricity to protect itself from other animals. There are a lot of other cool traits that catfish have as well. A subterranean catfish known as Cryptoglanus shaji lives in underground caves, and it has a weird skeletal structure that includes a jaw with four rows of sharp teeth. There's another group of catfish called upside-down catfish, and as their name suggests, they swim upside down. It's thought to help them eat algae off the undersides of logs and rocks. And catfish can have some interesting whiskers, too. The punk pleco catfish has whiskers that form in the shape of a mohawk on the top of its head. These whiskers help the catfish feel around their environment, especially because the water that they live in can be murky. The medusa pleco has snake-like whiskers around its mouth that give it its name. Of course, because they're fish, catfish have gills, but some species are able to breathe through their skin. The air-breathing catfish, which lives in Africa, can also breathe on land. And it's thought that they can last for days out of the water. One of the reasons why they might want to do this is to relocate to different bodies of water, and they can use their fins to walk on land. With more than 3,000 species of catfish, it can be hard to account for each of their reproduction habits. Generally, the breeding season occurs during the late spring and early summer. After breeding, Female catfish will lay thousands of eggs at one time, usually in secluded areas. These places include rock crevices and dense vegetation. After the eggs are laid, they hatch in about 5 to 10 days. And contrary to what you might have seen in Finding Nemo, most fish don't care for their young after they hatch. But the brown bullhead catfish builds a nest to lay its eggs, and it'll guard the nest as well as protect its young. Another example of parental care is seen in the sea catfish, where the male will carry the eggs in his mouth. Channel catfish are monogamous and will court females each breeding season. After mating takes place, the male will chase away the female and guard the eggs until they hatch. And after they hatch, juveniles will become independent anywhere from two days to two weeks. The average catfish lives between 8 and 20 years but a lot of them won't make it because they'll be preyed upon or taken for farming by humans. The Mekong giant catfish makes the list again for the longest recognized lifespan among catfish. They can live up to 60 years. Catfish don't only have to worry about other animals, as some species of catfish engage in cannibalism and siblicide. Siblicide is the killing of an individual by siblings, but it can also be meditated by the parents themselves. It may seem horrible, but it makes sure that the healthiest catfish survive and have enough resources to keep them alive. This behavior is seen in species of birds, mammals like the hyena, and other fish like sand tiger sharks, where the first shark to hatch from its egg capsule will consume their younger siblings in the womb. Now, what's a catfish's role in the ecosystem? You'll learn more about that and some more catfish behaviors when we return.
Let's see if you can answer today's trivia question. What is the only marsupial to live in North America? A. Bats B. Possums C. Rabbits or D. Bears The answer is B. Possums. Marsupials are animals that hold their young in a pouch. Alright, welcome back. Most catfish are usually more active at night than during the day, which makes them nocturnal. But there are some species that are diurnal, meaning that they're more active during the day. And there are even some species that are crepuscular. Crepuscular animals are more active during the twilight period of the day. They're active at dusk and dawn. Even though catfish live under the water, they're actually able to make different sounds and are really good at figuring out where sounds are coming from. They've developed a good sense of auditory reception and can tell between sounds that have different pitches. If you looked at a catfish, you've probably noticed that they don't have external ears like we do. Instead, when a sound occurs underwater, it actually vibrates their swim bladder, which is connected to their inner ear. The vibrations allow them to hear that sound. The swim bladder isn't only for hearing sounds either. It helps the catfish produce sounds too. The sounds that they make have been categorized as either drumming sounds or stridulation sounds. Stridulation refers to the sounds produced by rubbing certain body parts together. To make the drumming sounds, catfish will vibrate their swim bladders by relaxing the elastic spring called the ramus mullari. Muscles pull the spring to expand the swim bladder, and once those muscles relax, the swim bladder returns to its normal place. This movement makes the sound. Their pectoral fins are also capable of making noise. By pressing the first pectoral fin ray, called the spine, against the groove in the pelvic girdle, it creates a burst of pulses of sound. The sounds are similar to a finger moving down the teeth of a comb. According to the IUCN, about 1,800 of the catfish species that we have today are on the red list. Two are extinct, 52 are critically endangered, 125 are endangered, 126 are listed as vulnerable, 85 as near-threatened, 901 are considered of least concern, and 568 species we really don't know enough about to categorize them. And even though they look a little funny, they're really important to the ecosystems that they live in. They keep prey populations in check, which prevents overcrowding of the waterways. Catfish also eat algae, which could really be problematic if it becomes overpopulated in a body of water. One of the other reasons why they're so important is because so many different organisms rely on them for food. They're preyed upon by snakes, alligators, otters, birds, other fish, and even us. Taking them out of an ecosystem takes out a major food supply. But they can also be a huge problem if they're not native to a habitat. Catfish are one of the most invasive species in the world, as they're often introduced into non-native environments by humans. They could be introduced by farmers or just as pets. One of the reasons that they can be so harmful is that they'll eat just about anything, which is taking away resources from native species. 
That's why it's so important not to release your pets in the wild, even if they're fish. But in their native habitats, many catfish species need our help. So here are some organizations that you can take a look at to protect them and their ecosystems. There's the Mekong Fish Network, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and Native Fish Conservation. Thank you so much for coming on this adventure with me as we explored the world of catfish. You can find the sources that we use for this podcast and links to organizations that we reference at onwildlife.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at on underscore wildlife or on TikTok at onwildlife. Don't forget to tune in next Wednesday for another awesome episode. And that's On Wildlife. You've been listening to On Wildlife with Alex Ray. On Wildlife provides general educational information on various topics as a public service, which should not be construed as professional, financial, real estate, tax, or legal advice. These are our personal opinions only. Please refer to our full disclaimer policy on our website for full details. (laughs) 